Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Welcome to Keep the Republic. Daniel Bobinski here. And, you know, I've been doing this show here on KBXL for several years now. And as with anything, some shows I like better than others. It's like, you know, having a meal. I eat every day and some meals I like better than others. But with regard to this show, I mean, this last week on my Keep the Republic show on Bright Dion TV, I interviewed Paul Hutchinson. And as we wrapped up the show, I realized I very much was moved by what he had to say. And I thought, okay, this is a great show. People need to hear this. And in case you don't recognize the name Paul Hutchinson, it's because for years he went by other names. Paul Hutchinson was a primary moving force to get the Sound of Freedom movie made. Because for years, Paul Hutchinson was devoted to doing undercover operations, rescuing trafficked children. By the way, if you've not seen the movie, The Sound of Freedom, let me just say you need to, because it's going to open your eyes in a very sobering way about how vast the child sex trafficking industry has become. And if you've seen the movie, the character Pablo in that movie is based on the real-life Paul Hutchinson, because that's what he did. He was rescuing children who were being sex trafficked. He's just come out public in the past couple of months, by the way. And before going public, he was involved in over 70 sex trafficking rescue operations. And talking with him, you know, before and after the interview, it's it's a highly specialized, covert industry. It's very dangerous because there's billions of dollars involved. And Paul was telling me people will kill at the drop of a hat if they think they're going to get caught or yeah, something going, even, even conflict with another, another trafficker. But here's something else that Paul told me. After 10 years and more than 70 rescue missions, he learned that the sex trafficking industry was bigger now than when he started. And he realized that if he really wanted to make a difference, he needed to cut down on the demand for buying and selling children. Because here he was rescuing all these kids, and yet there's still more kids being trafficked. So a couple other things he told me. He said, you know, most people who use children in child sex trafficking or child porn are themselves victims of sexual abuse. You know, in this country, one out of four girls gets sexually abused. One out of five boys gets sexually abused, usually before they're 10 years old. And the good news in that is that two out of three of those people who've been abused will grow up and learn to deal with their abuse in a healthy way. They cope with it. They deal with it in, in some way that they can deal with it fine. But one third of those who've been abused, he said, actually become abusers. And some of those people actually become involved in the child sex trafficking operation. The problem, he says, is that the average age of somebody confessing that they were sexually abused is like 52. That's a long time to let those childhood wounds fester. Uh, 
And so Paul is now making it his life's work to reach out to people to heal them of their pain of being abused as a child before they can become somebody who might abuse somebody else. He says that is the way to reduce the, the demand for children. Really, it's about forgiveness. It's about having somebody like Paul who has seen the deepest, darkest depths of evil, of what an adult can do to a child, and yet having compassion for those people. You're going to hear in the interview, he talks about this, because he knows that they themselves were wounded as a child, and they never had a chance to heal. He said his mission now, instead of rescuing 10-year-old children, is liberating a wounded 10-year-old child who's living in a 40-year-old body, somebody who never got to deal with their trauma. It's a very Christian perspective. After all, you know, you think about it, Christ's death on the cross was for all sins. And I've talked about this on my show before when I talked about Dean Braxton, the man who died and went to heaven. For He died for an hour and 45 minutes. And, was, and, and Jesus was talking about forgiveness. And Braxton even said to Jesus, even the pedophiles? And Braxton said that, you know, Jesus looked at him with a stern look and said, do not discount my work on earth. You know, I, my, my sacrifice on the cross paid for all sins. So I'm going to play for you some of my interview with Paul Hutchinson, and I want to share his websites also. I'll do this again at the end of the show. But I want you to write these down if you have the chance. Paul's websites are liberating-humanity.com. That's a hyphen in there. Liberating-humanity.com. And that website addresses the overall situation of trafficking. And some of the things you may not know, Many children are trafficked out of their own homes, and many are trafficked by people that they know in America today, in our in suburbia, in Boise, in Idaho, in, in America, out of their own homes. Scary thought. So liberating-humanity.com. And, and Paul's currently building a network to help people get healing from that. Another website that he runs is called liberatingchildren.org. That's liberating children. And that is to actually help get children rescued. And you can you know, do financial support there and whatnot. And speaking of that, I do need to thank our sponsors because it's them who make this show possible. When you do business with them, you also help make this show possible. So I thank you for doing business with our sponsors. And one of our sponsors is the Exodus Institute which you can find at thinkexodus.org. The Exodus Institute is a fully accredited K-12 online school, fully credentialed teachers, Christian values, no political agendas, no woke indoctrination. And if you're already homeschooling, they have a supplemental program for kids in the 5th through the 12th grade. It's on-demand video. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. It's only 20 bucks a month, and you can cancel any time. You can learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. And if you haven't done so in a while, maybe it's time to get your windows cleaned in your house. Picture Perfect Window Cleaning does both business and residential. And you should know that they also do more than window cleaning. They also do gutter cleaning, pressure washing, and screen repair. You can save yourself some money if you tell them you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show. You're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job over 250 
or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. Just tell them you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show to get your savings. That's windowcleaningboise.com, windowcleaningboise.com. By the way, and you're only going to hear a portion of my interview with Paul Hutchinson here today on the show. If you'd like to catch the full video of this interview with Paul Hutchinson, it is online at keeptherepublic.us. Keeptherepublic.us. Totally free to watch. But for now, let's listen in to part of my interview with Paul Hutchinson as he discusses what was really happening in real life, behind the scenes kind of stuff regarding the movie The Sound of Freedom. Let's listen in. Heard of Krav Maga? So, so for the audience that doesn't know, so so you've got karate and jujitsu. You got a lot of these different martial arts, and and I've heard people say, you know, a lot of these guys are are bow to your sensei and three points when you kick him in the leg. Well, Krav Maga is brick to their head and go home to your family. It's it's Israeli special forces hand to hand combat training. It's the most lethal on earth. It's it's every move. They don't walk. They don't see. They don't talk. They don't. You know. You can. You're you're trained to take away a gun faster than they can pull the trigger every single time. And we found that on these undercover missions, the guys that have been trained with with night vision goggles and you know they're not they're not working as well. The guys that do really well are the guys can deal with situations with their bare hands if needed and also have the ability to communicate. And so the whole story, since we have a little bit of time, because I think this is pretty powerful. So Sean Reyes is our attorney general in in, in Utah. Uh, years ago, um, he was he was running for AG, but he wasn't AG yet. But I would I would call him all the time. I'd call him AG. And I, I called him up and I said, AG, he goes, what's up, Hutch? I said, hey, uh, I got front row tickets to the Miss America pageant. We should go. And his exact words were, he said, Hutch, unlike you, I have a reputation to uphold. I can't I can't be front row Miss America. I said, no, no, it's not like that. I said, me and a couple other guys, one of the one of the early founders of Yahoo and myself, were sponsoring some children who lost their fathers in military battle this last year. And we're paying for these girls to come. We're paying for their dresses and somebody to do their hair and their hotel and their mom to come. And 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 we're having them crowned Miss America on stage by a previous one. And, and Sean said, oh, that's, that's super cool. Yeah, I'll come out to that. So he comes out. And because it was a fallen soldier charity type thing we were doing, the Pentagon had sent a representative. And, uh, and his name was John. And we were there for about three days. It was the day before we were flying home. We we're sitting there at dinner. There's myself, attorney, future attorney general. There's uh, one, a couple of the other former Miss America sitting at the table with us, and John sitting across from me. And, and he leans forward and he said, "Mr. Hutchinson, I've been watching you for the last three days, and I think your country could use your talents." <laughs> and I laughed and I said, well, "Well, what talents are those?" He said, "I was a recruit." for the CIA for many, many years. He said, a lot of people spent their whole career trying to find somebody with your skill sets. He said, he said, I saw you in seconds break down the barrier of communication and become best friends with a bum on the street, a billionaire, and a runway model. He said, your ability to do that and to morph into whatever conversation is necessary to do that is something that we can't train to that ability. He said, imagine this. He said, we, we fly you to Dubai. We line you up with some uh, dirty money guys. You have the perfect backstory. You're running a multi-billion dollar investment fund. You become their best friends. You get some information. You, uh, we'll line you up with some other real money guys to make it worth your time. And uh, so I thought about it. I ended up turning them down. 
the when his guys called, I, I didn't want to put my life in danger for some white collar crime guy to buy. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sure they should, but but it just what and plus my my business was really taken off and I I needed to focus there. Well, fast forward a year later. And now I wasn't at this meeting, but this is the story I was told. A year later, there was a meeting with a, with a Homeland Security agent who had found some children in Colombia um, that's portrayed in the movie with by 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 uh, by Jim. There's there's the Attorney General, and then there's Josh Romney, that's Mitt Romney's son, right? And evidently they were in this conversation. And and you know what? We I need to find somebody who can play this role, right? Somebody who who can handle things if they got dangerous, but is is somebody that could be a Jeffrey Epstein type guy who's you know big playboy type of a background and stuff but who can who can have those conversations and and do this undercover stuff and uh, and evidently I wasn't there but but evidently Sean said oh have well have you ever met Paul Hutchinson and Josh said oh Paul would be perfect and I told him later, I said, I don't think that's a compliment. You guys, you guys both think that I would be a good undercover pedophile. <laughs> and how does that work? So, so then fast forward, I get introduced to Tim. I, I helped to, to fund some things and bring in some investors. And then I got a phone call. And uh, this part is where the movie, where my role in the movie starts. I get a call. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm in Colombia. There's not just 20 children here. There's more than 50, more than 100 children in the surrounding areas. He said, I think we can rescue them all on the same day at the same time, but I need your help. And I said, well, how much would you, how much do you need? I thought he needed money. He said, uh, yeah, we do need that. He said, but he said, I need you. Can you be in Colombia in two days? I said, well, why me? He said, well, the head trafficker has a piece of property he wants to develop into a child brothel sex resort hotel, and he needs a few million dollars to do it. He believes he can make tens of millions of dollars a year from the demand coming from Americans coming down wanting to engage in horrible activities with children. He said, um, and our our goal is to get him to call all the other traffickers and get them to bring them the children together on the same place at the same day so we can rescue them all. He said, we believe he'll make those calls if he thinks that the only way that you're going to fund his project is if he can prove to you that he can be successful with it. He's going to prove it by having a, a sex party with you and your buddies in a couple weeks. And he's going to bring all of his inventory, all the children. And uh, I remember two days later, I'm face to face with these guys. And, and Daniel, I've I've seen evil before, you know, I've, I've seen kids beaten up on other kids. I've seen, you know, people that are stealing stuff. I, I even, you know, knew somebody who, who had, uh, you know, served time in prison. I hadn't seen anything like this. These guys were talking about these children literally like they're commodities, right? Like like negotiating how much for this one and how much for a virgin and all this stuff. And I, I got this sick knot in my stomach thinking, is this what humanity has got to? I, I didn't even realize something like this was a thing. And to be there in that darkest place and, and the thing that, that, that frustrated me the most was not the traffickers that were selling the kids. It was the fact that there was a demand for this. I, I thought, where does that come from? Why is human trafficking the fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world? 
Why? I, I couldn't understand that that the energy, that negative energy that somebody would have to be in to to sell another person, and even worse, that place that somebody would have to get to to take away the innocence of a child. It it, it, it boggled my mind. Yet I saw it firsthand. And I hate to interrupt that, but we need to take a quick break here and give a shout out to a couple more of our sponsors, including Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, you can be confident that Mike's going to keep your best interest in mind and represent you with integrity. If you're selling, Mike's going to help you get the best price that the market's going to bear and help you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers. And if you're buying, Mike helps you find the property that meets your needs. Mike's a graduate of the Realtors Institute. He holds multiple specialist designations, and he's been doing this since 2005. You can contact Michael Hahn at IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. And let me also call your attention to Conservatives Of. Conservatives Of has been a sponsor of this show since the inception of this show. They, In fact, they're the ones that suggested I do this show. They are a political action committee with a mission to help constitutionally minded conservative Christians get elected to office. We have constitutionally minded conservative Christians in office today in Idaho because of the help of Conservatives Of. In fact, nationwide because of the help of Conservatives Of. And they work by donations. So if you would like to help candidates and causes that align with constitutional principles, you can do that by making a donation of any size to Conservatives Of. Just go to conservativesof.com to do that. And when you do that, be sure to thank them for being a sponsor of the Keep the Republic show. Okay, before we get back into it, let me remind you, Paul Hutchinson's website is liberating-humanity.com. That's liberating-humanity.com. If you're interested in financially supporting child rescues or finding out more about it, another of Paul's websites is liberatechildren.org. That's a .org, liberatechildren.org. All right, let's go back to my conversation with Paul Hutchinson. And there was this woman that was there that was – she was depicted in the movie. She had a fake modeling agency, and they were they were bringing kids in to sell them and 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 – and she was as dark as any of them from a, from a spiritual heart standpoint. And, and at the end of that rescue, I'm not going through all the details of it, but in the movie, we had to take multiple rescue missions and put them all together in one story. In real life, two things changed my world. The first one was when I was there sitting with the traffickers and one of them leans forward and he said, Pablo, I have a gift for you. I said, really, what's your gift? And he hands me his phone, and there's a picture of an 11-year-old girl on the phone. He said, this is Princess. She's 11. She's still a virgin. And she's, he, he starts talking about horrible things I could do to this little girl. And in the movie, that part was depicted by, by the Homeland Security giving me the, the, a picture of this little girl that they called Princess that we named her Rocio in the movie. But, but that scene in real life, I was already there. I was with the traffickers and I saw that picture, this innocent little 11-year-old. And I thought, this really happens. And then the, the transformational moment of my whole life 
was the fact that they actually did bring her to the island. And we were face to face. They had brought her out and she's standing in front of me and she had been crying. We could hear her crying with some of the other kids in the house and they bring her out and I'm sitting on a chair and she's standing up, not much taller than I was sitting down. And I, we were looking almost eye level. She was so scared and she was shaking. And I took her little hands and I just said, Estebi, I couldn't break my cover. And I made a commitment at that moment to myself to God and to that child that I was going to dedicate my life to eradicating that evil from the face of the earth. And so, so that transformational moment for me was how do we fix this? And from a movie standpoint, we realized that just going undercover and rescuing the kids wasn't going to fix it. We needed to create a movement. And that's exactly what we did. I was the first money into the Sound of Freedom and 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 the, the the primary investor there and put together the script. The script was written at my cabin, right? And and the whole purpose was how do we take all of these missions and bring them in a point where we can truly transform people's lives. So now fast forward, why am I public? And what's the next step? Because I realized the end of last year. I had finished my 70th undercover rescue mission. I had dedicated the last decade to this. I didn't have any social media, nothing that would that would have the real me out there because I wasn't Paul Hutchinson. I was Paul Stone or Paul Steele or Paul Black. And you know, if we had two or three hours, we could go into detail on those stories and and the the impact that made in my life. But the end of last year, I I realized that there were more children being sold today than there were 10 years ago. And if my goal was to eradicate child trafficking, I wasn't doing a very good job. Yes, those children's lives were transformed. Yes, it made a huge difference in the kids that we pulled out of hell. But if not enough was being done to fix the demand, then it would create a vacuum and 20 more children would be sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. So I stepped back and I said, I am going to dedicate my life to fixing the demand. Now, there's two ways to do that. We arrest everybody, you know, which is good. You know, if they've already touched a child, they need to go to jail. Okay. So we have teams that are arresting pedophiles and doing all these, et cetera. We still have teams that are out that, that we're funding that are uh, other foundations as well that are out there rescuing the kids. But my personal focus is on the healing side. And you so ask, why healing? Why? How is that going to fix this? Go ahead. Well, you, so you've, you've, this is a, a great layout. You gave me so the 10 years here of basic understanding human psyche, learning defense, basically getting schooled by God ahead of time for what you're going to need to do when you're out there doing it. Then you got 10 years of doing it. Right, you got you're out there. You're you're engaged in it. You're involved, and you're realizing. I think I think it, it's very profound when you say that after doing all these missions and realizing there's still more people getting trafficked today than there were when you started. Something's not right. You're not going to fix that problem that way. How else do you fix the problem? I've watched other podcasts, other shows with you, and you were talking about how so many people have been abused as kids, and don't tell anybody. And the average age of disclosure for that, you said, was 52. And so 
and one third of those people actually end up become offenders. That's quite a shocking statistic. So uh, what do you have planned? I mean, I want to hear from you. What do you have planned to to kind of reach out to these people to try to help them? I want everybody that's listening and watching right now to understand that one in every four women in your life has been a victim of sexual violence as a child. With men, it's a little bit less. One in, one in five, about 20% at some time in their life have been a victim. But even those, 20% of, 25% of them, it was under the age of 10 years old and most of them in their own home. Now, God bless them, the ones that decide to take that trauma and ensure that innocence is preserved at all costs, that they protect the children in their life. Two-thirds of those people grow up and are, are my heroes for working through it. One-third end up becoming contact offenders. So the th people ask me, Paul, how can you go face-to-face -face with somebody selling a child and not have them see the anger and the hatred in your eyes? And my, my answer surprises them and it offends some. My answer is this. I I feel compassion for them. You can't feel compassion. They're selling a child. Now, I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure they never hurt another child again. But what I wish more than anything is that I could have a time machine and go back five years or 10 years or 20 years before they ever hurt a child and figure out what was going on in their life. It was likely that they were raped themselves. It was likely that there was a thousand bad things that happened to them and a thousand bad decisions that got them to the point where they thought that it was okay to sell me a child. And we don't have a time machine, but what we do have is hundreds of millions of people on this planet, teenagers, young adults who are dealing with this trauma, who are still holding it, who if we don't do anything someday down the road, now this doesn't justify their behavior, but someday down the road may end up passing that trauma on to others. If we can look at them with compassion at this point, love them and help them heal, help them see that their past does not define their future, that what happened to them does not define the man and the woman that they are today, to understand that they can they can shed that trauma, they can forgive themselves, and that every single cell in their body today is a new person versus what they were two years ago or five years ago. And so giving them the tools to heal, coming from a compassionate standpoint, I believe if we can cut them off at that point and give them those tools, we will save millions, if not hundreds of millions of children down the road. And now you know why I thought this was a great interview that people needed to hear. I want to encourage you to watch the entire 45-minute discussion that I had with Paul Hutchinson, and you can find that at keeptherepublic.us. I would like to strongly recommend you get Paul's free action guide on this topic, which Paul makes available for a free download. You can find that at liberating-humanity.com. It's Paul's website, liberating-humanity.com. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, titled Sound of Freedom, let me recommend that too. Paul is represented by the character Pablo when you see that movie. This is a sobering topic, but it's not outside our realm to help make a difference. You've been tuned in to Keep the Republic on KBXL. My name is Daniel Bobinski, and I thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, be bold and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by 
Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, thinkexodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.